This is because I want to. Hello, and uh, welcome to Because I Want To, where we talk about whatever we want to, thus the name of this podcast. I'm Sarah. <laughs> I'm Lindsay. And uh, where, what are we talking about this week, Lindsay? We are talking about our favorite movies and TV shows, so um, like our top tens, I guess, for each of those. Which was a surprisingly difficult list for me to come up with. Same. I had to put more thought into it because I think I like a lot of things and I forget about them. Well, and I have like different varying levels of like, like, like there are movies I enjoy because I can watch them over and over and over. And then there are movies where I get to the end of them and I'm like, wow, that was amazing. I'm never watching it again. So, you know, differences. But how's Oklahoma? Oklahoma's good. I'm getting into the fall spooky season. Like, I'm all about that right now. Spooky. Like, it's in the 50s here, which I don't know if it's just a cold front or that's how it is, but it hasn't felt this fall-like for me since I lived in Maryland, like, three years ago. (laughs) Yeah, that's a change for you. It does not feel like fall here, so I'm jealous. It doesn't? No, it's like 80-something degrees and raining and muggy and disgusting. That sounds like Louisiana. I looked it up the other day, and it said it felt like 100 degrees there. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. Ew. So I'm going to apologize to everyone now if you can, A, hear my dogs bark because they're in this room with me because my one dog's eye is like a weirdly swollen. They didn't want to leave her alone. And two, I'm in a very squeaky chair, <laughs> so I'm going to try not to move. I think that our sound quality is just in general a work in progress. Yeah, it really comes and goes, doesn't it? <laughs> I've noticed that I drum my fingers on the microphone, which you can hear, and I'm trying not to slip into my vocal fry as much as I want to. Ooh, what's a vocal fry? It's when you talk like this. <laughs> you go into that register. <laughs> oh, I think I do that a lot. I just did it. <laughs> yeah, it's a common thing. I think the Kardashians do it a lot. But listening to this has made me realize all the things that, like the little ticks I need to not do. Yeah, like saying like all the time, which I've kind of accepted. I can only stop myself to some degree. Mm-hmm. Well, I noticed I incessantly say I feel like. So I'm trying not to say that as much. It's okay. I say agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> At least that has some kind of meaning to it. I feel like I is know. a filler. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if you say anything frequently enough, it just becomes filler. Mm-hmm. Well, how has your first week of teaching kids gone? Uh, it's been all right. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have like any meltdowns, so I guess that's Yay! good. That's an improvement. Um, <laughs> it's just been weird. It's weird being in the school when there's like nobody there and I just sit in my room all by myself all day and I talk to the four kids who will turn their video cameras on because I don't want to make everyone do it. And so, Hmm. yeah, it was fine though. We listened to 
spooky spooky skeletons in my one class today what is that i don't want to get copyrighted but like spooky spooky skeletons (laughs) (laughs) i know what you're talking about you just did that for fun yeah well they all started well i said something and they started putting the lyrics in the chat of our meet and so i was like (laughs) stop it but i'll play it at the end (laughs) well for the most part are all the kids showing up at least Pretty much. I'm missing a few. I have one class in particular where I'm like, where y'all at? Um, I have one where everyone has turned everything in. Oh, wow. That's never happened to me (laughs) in person or online. That's never happened. Hmm. So, yeah, it's been fine. The kids have been, like, pretty polite. I did have to, like, my one class be very specific about I will kick you out of this. You don't have to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, it's been fine. I really, I don't have that many complaints. I'm just very tired. I'm so tired. I wonder if the kids generally are just kind of ready to be back and doing something. Oh, I agree. I know I was. <laughs> yeah. Because they've been, because you guys stopped having school like in-person school back in March I'm assuming mm-hmm. and it's September that's a long time and I think it's good that there are expectations on time now because like even when they had work there was no real expectation of you should be doing this at this time and this at this time mm-hmm. whereas now it's like no you you sit on a google meet with me for 45 minutes and even if we're not talking, you stay on the meet from, until you can prove you're done. Yeah, from what I've seen on people's Instagrams and stuff, it seems to be pretty structured. Mm-hmm. It's very, at least for us, I have a lot more free time. Well, not free time because I work during it, but I have a lot more time to work on things and like grade things and review things than I normally would. So that's really nice. Mm-hmm. Have you thought about, not to get too dark, but what if this is just how things are now? (laughs) Uh, That would be horrible. And I honestly think I would have like a breakdown if this Uh, was what I had to do for the next like, you know, 20 years. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot. But hopefully that's not the case. We're supposed to go hybrid next month. It'll be good. It'll be interesting. It won't. won't. No? It won't be good. No. No. I'd rather just come back. You don't think, like, gradually stepping into it will help? Because it's going to be a cluster. Mm. There's no good way to do it. No good way. It'll be weird to just know these kids virtually and then to have them in your classroom and then you're in person. Oh, for sure. Like, I had them do sorry my dog um i had them do an activity where they basic i got it off tiktok thank you to the teacher who (laughs) shared that for free on tiktok i appreciate it but basically they had to say like what they watched on netflix and like what they ate over break and it was basically just a way for them to practice like putting things into slides and stuff Mm -hmm. but i went through all of those today and man apparently i should be watching stranger things missing out and you know what else all these kids are watching is cobra kai you've never seen stranger things that surprises me no i watched like the first couple episodes and i just never huh i have like a weird aversion to things where people are like you should watch that and then i'm in my mind like i'm not gonna watch that 
because I thought about putting it on my list for today. It's like an honorable mention, I'd say. Interesting. Yeah, no, I haven't watched it. Hmm. It'll be one of those things, maybe like over winter break or something, where I just do nothing for three days, and that's what I do. Well, my one of my kind of um, qualms, I guess, with our topic today was... With TV shows, there are some shows where, like, one season is amazing, but then the other oh, seasons are not. I put that specifically on my list. If it was something I really loved, I put the specific seasons. Yeah, I did, too. <laughs> That's how I felt about Stranger Things. Like, I loved the first season, and then mm. the second one, not as much. I feel like that happens a lot. It's very hard to keep up awesomeness. It really is. It really is. But yeah, so outside of being tired, life is okay. Good. And hopefully my body will adjust because it it was difficult to wake up today. It really sucks too because I don't have to physically go into the building right now. Like I'm making a choice to do that. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to convince myself to leave my house every day when I don't have to. Same. Like the longer I spend in my house, the harder it is to leave, even though I know that I should leave and I'll appreciate it Mm -hmm. when I do. I'm not leaving tomorrow. (laughs) Are you teaching Monday through Friday? Mm -hmm. Hmm. So tomorrow they will be assessed on Native Americans from home. (laughs) All right. Well, that's good. You're not, you know, in the depths of despair, despair like, like last, last week. week. <laughs> last week was so bad that my brother texted me after he listened to the podcast and he was like, are you okay? <laughs> I was like, no, well, I'm not. Well, it's okay to not be okay. And it's good to say that, I think. This is very true. I think... Just in this year, I'm just not going to be okay. And you know what? It's just how it is. It's the 2020 vibes. I saw a Reddit post that basically asked, is 2020 as bad as we think? Or does it just seem that bad? And all the comments were like, no, it is that bad. There's, It's awful. It, this is unprecedented, basically. Like the only thing, and I feel like I'm putting bad juju out there, that would have made this worse was like, a massive school shooting, oh, yeah. which maybe we only got saved from that because of COVID. Yeah. I, mean... I would be interested in the statistics if a student is currently safer because of COVID because they're not going to get shot at school. Wouldn't that be interesting? I'm sure if I were motivated, I could do the math on that. Like Someone school shootings. get on that. Some statistical sociological person. Figure that yes, out. <laughs> I would like to know if the typical 16-year-old is safer currently being at home because they're not going to get shot <laughs> than they would be at school, even with the risk of COVID. You know, things are messed up when you're like, okay, which one's better? <laughs> Well, I've seen some, like, conservative, like, Twitter things where, like, well, school shootings are down this year. Nobody's at school, you fuckwad. Like... Yeah, obviously. People are dumb. But, yeah, that's what I've been thinking about. So, should we talk about movies or TV shows first? Um, I'm kind of feeling movies first. What do you think? 
I'm down for that. I have way more than 10, and only one of them is in a specific order, and then the rest of it is just willy-nilly. I just have, like, well, for TV shows, I have my top one, and then the other ones are whatever. For movies, they're in no order, because I couldn't commit to that. Mm, Yeah, I can only commit to my favorite movie, and then everything else is just whatever. Yeah. Well, okay, what's one of your top 10 movies? Okay, so this is a movie we've already discussed, and that movie is Arrival? National Treasure. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Arrival, because that's on my list. <laughs> I almost put that on my list. Um, and I want to talk about Arrival, because I have something about that. But anyway, yeah, National Treasure. That's I fucking good. love that movie. That's good, adventurous, lighthearted fun. I agree. Yes. It has all the things I love. It has history. It has Nicolas Cage. It has, like, (laughs) Sean Bean. All the things I love. It has Nicolas Cage, your one and true love. I love Nicolas Cage. His (laughs) movies are always, like, either the best or so shitty, they're good. And that's why I love him. And he's crazy. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, I already told you one of mine, Arrival, and I was just going to say that my list skews very, like, mind twist drama type stuff. Mine does not, so this will make a good comparison. Ooh, I want to see if I can guess some of the ones on yours. Uh-huh. Um, but before that, Arrival, did you watch the trailer for Dune, the new Dune movie? No, I heard about it, though. It's from the same person who directed Arrival, and it looks mm. so good. I think I've watched it like 10 times, and it came out yesterday. But I lo- I was obsessed with Dune in high school. Um, yeah. Dune is a book, and it's also mm-hmm. a movie, right? So there was a movie in the 80s, which was not very good. Um, there was, I think there's a documentary about it. Somebody in the seventies tried to make it and they had this whole plan and all this concept art for it. It was supposed to be amazing. And Pink Floyd was going to do the soundtrack for it and all this stuff, but it never got made. And then sci-fi made a miniseries too. They did Dune and then they did Children of Dune. And I was obsessed with Children of Dune because James McAvoy was in it when he was a very young lad and (laughs) high school me was a fan. Well, he was such a cutie, probably. Oh my gosh. But yeah, so I just bought the book. I'm going to read the book before I see the movie, which comes out in December. This is not an ad for Dune. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I've heard a lot about the book, I guess, and the movie. So I think it would be up my alley. So I'm excited for it. Yes. All right. I'm going to guess something on your list. Are you okay. ready? Mm-hmm. Is Memento on your list? It is on my list. Yes. (laughs) Memento is so good. It's like, well, can I just say that on Netflix, one of my suggested genres is like mind-bending thrillers, which is what Memento is. Yes, I knew that because you made me watch that once upon a time. Mm -hmm. You were very horrified that I hadn't seen it and you made me watch it. There are certain movies where I just want everyone I know to watch it and that's one of them and that is one that I've seen multiple times a lot of movies I only watch once and I really like them I mean it's a good movie it Mm. has a good twist if you haven't seen Memento it has a good twist I love a good twist 
Let's see if you can guess one off my list. Mine's a bit all over the place. <laughs> Is one of them an Amanda Bynes movie? No, but I do love Amanda Bynes. And I could have put that movie on there. But I like that movie more so for... We're talking about What a Girl Wants because I, I do like that movie. But um, I wouldn't say it's like a top 10 favorite. But mm. I do adore it. That's how I felt with certain lighthearted movies as I love them, but I wouldn't put them on a top 10. I do have some lighthearted movies on here, though. Okay, can I have a hint? Um, It's a romantic comedy that all of you give me shit for liking. Oh my gosh, is it, um, what's it called, like Nottingham? Yeah! <laughs> I don't like that movie at all. <laughs> I love that movie so much. I thought like this episode would be interesting because we have a lot in common, but I think our movie and TV tastes are like very different sometimes. Oh, we have. Com- I think it's so funny for how well we get along for the fact that yeah, our taste in like visual entertainment is the opposite, it's the complete opposite. I've only seen Nottingham the one time. Notting Hill. <laughs> what's it called? Notting Hill. Notting Hill. Why did I say no? I'm thinking of like Robin Hood, Nottingham. <laughs> I've only seen it the one time and I just don't, I don't know. I like Hugh Grant and I like Julia Roberts, but. It's like a very quiet romantic comedy. I think that's why I like it. Mm. And I think it's, I don't know. I just, I think it played to my like youthful wanting to just like meet a movie star and get married Mm -hmm. i don't have that anymore i'm just a boy standing in front of a girl that scene i don't like that part of the movie (laughs) it's like kind of hard to watch that scene i skip it (laughs) pretend it didn't happen okay what should i say for my next one hit Um, me with another okay i only have one comedy on my list i think and it's the birdcage the birdcage is a great movie (laughs) oh robin williams i watched it like within the last few months for the first time in a while and it's just as funny as the first time i saw it and it's such like a movie ahead of its time Mm -hmm. oh man i remember seeing that when i was younger and being amazed at what it was because there really wasn't anything else like it. Oh my god! Yeah, Robin Williams, Nathan Lane, Hank Azaria—they're all hilarious in it. Oh my god, Hank Azaria is so <laughs> funny in that movie. Oh my god, is that the movie where he like has the weird thing with his shoes? Where yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's like always barefoot, and they make him pretend to be this like straight butler and he just can't deal with it <laughs> oh man what do you think Hank Azaria is up to I know that um with the Simpsons they had all the controversy with Hank Azaria like voicing Apu who's like an Indian character oh, so see, I didn't even know that he did that so Hank Azaria um is one of like four or five actors who does the majority of the voices and yeah I don't know that he's doing that character anymore because it's like not you know PC hmm. interesting mm-hmm. all right you ready for another one yeah 
I'll go for one that's less cheesy, though there are similarly cheesy movies on this list as Notting Hill. Um, The Martian. Oh, that was a good one. I don't know what it is about The Martian that makes me like it so much, but I would say I watch it at least once every like two months Hmm. where I'm just like, what should I watch? And then I watch The Martian and it gives me the exact same feelings as it did the first time I watched it. I love The Martian because obviously it's sci-fi, which I really love, but it also has some really funny moments in it, which you don't see a lot in that genre. It does. Uh-huh. Uh, and I like that it takes place in the future, but like what felt like a realistic future. I've heard that um, the book is really, really good too. I've heard mixed things about the book. I've heard from people who really like the movie that the book's kind of hard to read after you've seen the movie. I read another book by that author called Artemis that takes place on the moon, and that was pretty good. Interesting. Perhaps I'll check it out, because mm-hmm. I do adore that movie. It's so good. The end of it, like, when you're not sure what's going to happen to him, so intense. Uh-huh. Yeah, The oh. Martian's a solid movie, and it's pretty smart, I think, too, with how he... It's kind of like Apollo 13, where you're watching how they engineer their ways out of this situation. <laughs> hmm mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know, The Martian is about a dude who gets abandoned on Mars and has to survive. Oh, my gosh. But yeah, that's a good one. Some people are so smart. If that was me, I would just curl up and die in a mound of dust. 100%. I would have just <laughs> taken my space suit off and been like, what was this? <laughs> just take your helmet off and you're like, all right. And it's been like half an hour since you were abandoned. <laughs> yeah. Because like, they're not going to come back. It's mm-hmm. a spaceship. Oh, yeah. That's a good so. one. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll do another one. I also put um, The Dark Knight on here on my list really yeah i really liked that movie my most significant memory of the dark knight is <laughs> i was subbing at glenelg for drama <laughs> and she left me like really vague sub plans so i just brought the dark knight in and <laughs> watched it for like three days <laughs> is that movie rated r i don't know <laughs> i think it might be r because of the like well, maybe it's PG-13. I don't know. Oh, but that's what we did. <laughs> I just love that movie. And I'm not like a big, I don't know, like DC Marvel person. But I just loved the darkness and the themes of it and the characters and how good guys aren't always good guys and bad guys aren't always bad guys. It was a nice look at Batman. I feel like there's been so many Batman movies and people can never decide what they want him to be like Mm. is he an anti-hero is he the hero hero like is his superpower that he has lots of money or can he also i don't know fight like i like the dark knight because they kind of established that yes he has a background in like learning how to fight Mm -hmm. and all these things and his superpower wasn't just i have a lot of money i love the idea of the anti-hero and how he's not the hero we want he's the hero we need and so he plays this like villain role because it's ultimately better for the city like i just i think it's like so cool yeah and it took i think dc towards a place it needed to be of like darker stuff because that tends to be how dc universe stuff is well yeah and obviously like heath ledger and his like legendary acting was just so good 
Do you remember being in London and finding out that Heath Ledger died? Yeah. And everyone thought it was a hoax and we all thought it was a joke and it was like the saddest thing. I know. When we realized that he was actually dead. Well, and I remember hearing that he was cast as the Joker in The Dark Knight and thinking, that's so weird. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. That seems like it won't work. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, my God, he's brilliant in it. He surprised us all. Mm -hmm. R.I.P. R.I.P. Heath. Oh, my stomach's making noises. (laughs) All right. My next one. (laughs) I'm positive you could guess another one on this list. Um, okay. So I group these together and I recognize everyone that these are not cinematic masterpieces, but I like them. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> defensive. That's the mummy movies. I think that's valid. I validate your choice. Everyone in that those movies are just so attractive. Like Brendan Fraser, yes, please, young Brendan Fraser. Rachel Weiss, yes, please. Mm-hmm. Just all of it. So mm-hmm. and there's mummies in Egypt, and it takes place in the twenties. I love it. Remember, yeah, Brendan Fraser was kind of a dreamboat, which I normally wouldn't he was think that about him. Hundred rewatch. <laughs> <laughs> Rewatch the first Mummy movie and tell me he's not like the sexiest fucking thing. And I never say things are sexy. Mm-hmm. No, he's sexy. Mm-hmm. Well, remember, yeah, just in general, like Brendan Fraser was the like it guy. I feel like of the two thousands, mm-hmm. he was in so mm-hmm. many movies. Remember George of the Jungle? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I love those movies. The first one was better than the second one. I'm not referring to the third one. I pretend that one doesn't exist. I think I've only seen the first one. But yeah, it's another solid adventure movie. Just entertaining fun. You need to watch the second one if you haven't seen the second one. I feel like you need to rewatch the mummy movies is what I'm saying. You should watch them. Which, by the way, did you know Brendan Fraser is like kind of... A sad story now. Yeah, didn't something like happen to him and that's why he's not like famous anymore? <laughs> His, yeah, from what I understand, he like got a divorce and then he pays a lot of alimony to his wife, but he doesn't make a lot of money anymore. And I think just financially he's like struggling and obviously not in a lot of movies. So, yeah. Poor Brendan. I feel like Brendan Fraser could do TV and I would watch that. I think my favorite Brendan Fraser movie is Bedazzled. Oh my gosh, with Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah, I really like that one. I think it's really funny. Ah, uh, good times with Brendan. When he plays the like sensitive dude and he like stares in the sunset and cries, I <laughs> just like die. <laughs> I should have put that on my list, but I didn't. Ah. Uh. Well, we talked about it. It's okay. Okay. Let's see. Next thing on my list is Life of Pi. I have never seen Life of Pi. Really? Mm. Yeah. I don't like movies that are very... There's just, like, one character, and, like, we just focus... 
Although I like The Martian, but there are a lot of characters in The Martian. Uh-huh. Whereas I feel like Life of Pi is just like one guy in a boat with a tiger. Well, I won't say too much because I don't want to spoil it. Because again, it's one of those where there's like a twist in it. But you, it's one of those movies where you think it's about something. But then at the end, mm-hmm. you realize it's really about something else. Oh, like a rival. Yes, like a rival. And I love me like a good analogy. And that's what Life of Pi like gives Interesting. me. Mm-hmm. Would you compare it to the Black Stallion? Because that's what I compare it to in my head. What's the Black Stallion? You've never seen the Black Stallion? Are you talking about Black Beauty? No, that's a different <laughs> movie. No. Clearly, Lindsay was not obsessed with horses like I was for most of my life and didn't watch every horse movie in, like, fucking creation. But anyway, The Black Stallion. (laughs) I feel offended right now. (laughs) (laughs) The Black Stallion is about a boy who gets abandoned on, like, an island or something with this stallion who is black, and they, like, form a bond, and when they get rescued, they... He becomes like a racehorse and he races him. Hmm. It's not like Black Beauty, which made me cry a lot and feel betrayed. (laughs) I would say there's similarities between that and Life of Pi, but Life of Pi is like, again, it's really an analogy. So that's all I'll really say about it. And it makes you think. Well, it made me think. I liked it, obviously. All right. Maybe I will check it out. Or make the effort. I liked it so much that I read the book, which I don't do that with a lot of movies. Should I read the book first or watch the movie first? Um, I would honestly watch the movie. I think it does like a good job of like, you know, just they're showing like what the book is like. High praise. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll see if it's on any streaming services. Mm-hmm. I have to burp. Excuse me. Well done. Oh man, all that talk of horse movies made me think of a great horse movie, which is Seabiscuit. Oh yeah, that one was really good. That's such a great movie. I love the mix of like spoken narration over images mixed with like regular film. Mm. Well, and I'm a sucker for an underdog story. Yes, and Seabiscuit also looked a lot like my horse at the time and so i was very into it because Mm -hmm. of that all right my next movie all right i'm gonna do two more regular movies and then i'll tell you my the top of tier okay so two movies i love princess diaries (laughs) okay i i adore it um and then i have pride and prejudice on here but we've talked about that Mm mm-hmm you know what movie I really like? Have you ever seen the movie Goal? No. What is that? Oh, my gosh. It's a soccer movie. Ooh, you know what's a good movie to remember the Titans? Anyway, <laughs> so it's a soccer movie about a like illegal Mexican immigrant in the United States that gets drafted. Well, he auditions or whatever it is you do in a sport. Try out. Try it out. <laughs> he auditions. <laughs> He tried out for, like, the English Premier League, and he gets in, and it's all about that. Hmm. Is it based on a true story? I don't think so. Okay. And I just, I really, the, it has two other movies that come after it that aren't very good. Um, But the first one, I don't know, I've seen it a lot. 
I just really like it. I like it a lot. I, I really, I love, um, I'm not like a big sports person, but every baseball movie I've ever seen, I've loved. <laughs> they always have like a certain something about them, don't they? Yeah, it's just, again, like rooting for the underdog and it's just so victorious and triumphant, inspiring. Mm-hmm. It's just something about it. I really like The Rookie. Mm-hmm. Dennis Quaid. Field of Dreams. Oh, Yeah. God, baseball's so inspiring. If you build it, they will come. <laughs> There's like all these ghosts and shit. Like... Oh yeah, that movie's weird. Whoever <laughs> thought of that? I haven't seen that one in a while. All right, hit me with two more of yours, and then we'll do top. Tippity top. Okay. Um. Okay, the next two are movies that I haven't seen in a while, but. I really liked them the first time I saw them. So I put them on here. The first one is called Gone Baby Gone. I have not seen it, but I know the movie you're talking about. It's really good. It's like very, um, like, it's about like a girl who's disappeared and the cops that are investigating it. And it pits two value systems against each other where you're like what's right what's wrong I don't really know it's like ethical dilemma which I'm into okay okay and I think um Donald Glover and Casey Affleck are in it yeah Casey Affleck I think directed it yeah he was really good in it and then the other one which I want to rewatch is Shawshank Redemption I haven't seen that movie in such a long time (sighs) I know. That's my thing with the movies on my list is a lot of them, they're just so emotionally intense that I don't watch them a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the kind of movie that I get to the end to. I'm like, wow, that was great. I'm never watching it again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just remember watching Shawshank Redemption and just being so like moved by it at the end. It's good at the end. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like guys in jail but are they bad guys and you know redemption Mm -hmm. obviously it's the Shawshank Redemption so that's a great one Mm -hmm. all right top movie are you ready yeah singing in the rain I thought you might pick that one I thought about putting that on my list I fucking love (laughs) that movie I love everything about it I think it's delightful well, I love everything about it except for the age difference between the leads. I don't like that. I know. I just heard about that. She was, how old was she, like 19 or something? Yeah, and he was like in his 40s, wasn't he? Yeah. Ew. Yeah, that that part's icky, but I like <laughs> everything else. <laughs> yeah, I love the music in it, the dancing, the story. I have such a fond memory of seeing that movie in Federal Hill in Baltimore <laughs> at the Visionary Art Museum. With my dog. Yeah. Was that one of the ones we went to? Did I go to that one? Oh, yeah. You did. They did do that, like the outdoor movies. Those are so fun. They have like a popcorn machine and like snow cones and stuff you could buy. It's good times. Back when we were allowed to go places. That's also a good movie for watching outdoors. It just has a good vibe to Agreed. it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right. What's your tippy top? Top it to top. Um, okay. What haven't I talked about yet? Oh, okay. 
Here's one that the first time I saw it, I didn't like it. And then I watched it again. And the more I thought about it, the more I liked it. Okay. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I have never seen it. It's so weird. I know the basic premise of it, right? Like that you can delete your memories of people. Yeah. So just the whole, it's very experimental where it's like you're going through their memories of each other, like at certain points while they're being erased. And the first time I saw it, I was like, I don't know. It was like really weird. But then I liked the idea and just the like creativity behind it. I thought it was really cool. All right. I can get down with that. It's one of those ones where I just like am never in the right mental place to watch it. Like, yeah. Like, I could watch something intense or I could watch Ocean's Eleven again. <laughs> That's the thing is you have to commit to an emotional journey and that's how all the movies on my list are (laughs) but those are the ones that stick with me like (laughs) i get that okay it's tv time which is a very different wait did we do all the movies (laughs) well i don't know i have more than 10 so i don't know how many we talked about oh i have two more so i'll just mention them really quick okay hit me with them pan's labyrinth that is a good one. I remember seeing that in college. Yeah. It's like a dark that Alice came out in Wonderland. Like the same year as Hellboy. Remember Hellboy? I don't know that I've ever seen Hellboy all the way through. Oh, the second Hellboy was really good. It was directed by the same person who directed Pan's Labyrinth. Maybe I should look into that because I think I looked at that movie and just kind of prejudged it to be like, I don't know, not my thing. Yeah, the first one was just okay. The second one was really good. Mm. Okay, and so Pan's Labyrinth. Ooh, that was in Spanish, wasn't it? Yeah, I was trying with my list to be as diverse as I could, and I really liked that one. So, okay, and then the other one I have. Do you remember this movie, <laughs> Waking Life? Waking Life was it like weird animation? Yeah. Yeah, I can't stand that animation, so. (laughs) That one is, like, experimental, like, stream of consciousness about death and the meaning of life and just weird stuff. Ah, yeah, no. (laughs) That's not your thing. It's not, but I do know it is your thing, and I appreciate that. I that's another one where like the first time I watched it I was like I have no idea what that's about and then I watched it like a year ago and was like I yeah it was like a different thing watching it 10 years later gotcha yeah I just like I can't watch intense things anymore (laughs) yeah I get that that's how I am with my tv so I get it we do have like completely opposite tv tastes which, All right, other things I have. Oh, wait, so what you're going to say? <laughs> I was just going to say, like, speaking of TV, I like trash TV, but I did not include any of my trash TV because I know it's not good television. Ooh, interesting. Then maybe our lists will coincide more often than we think they will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, other things I had on my movie list. I had all the Bourne movies, like uh-huh. Bourne Identity. Those are good. Because I love those. I have all the Oceans movies, so like Oceans uh-huh. 11, not 12, but Oceans 11 and 13 are good. Um, and The Last Crusade and Star Wars. 
I was going to ask you which, um, okay, number one, which Star Wars movie is your favorite? And number two, which Indiana Jones movie is your favorite? So Last Crusade is my favorite Same. Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. Um, I think it is, not even arguably, it is just the best one. Um, <laughs> and we can all agree, a Temple of Doom is the worst one. Yeah. Um, and then a favorite Star Wars movie. So I can recognize... That Empire Strikes Back is probably, from a distance, the best one. But mm-hmm. my favorite one is Return of the Jedi. Mm. Because I like conclusions. And you like the Ewoks. They're so cute. <laughs> and I like watching them because I know that there are like little people or kids in there just like toddling around. Mm-hmm. I like that too. Mm-hmm. So I just like the idea of a little kid in a bear outfit acting with Harrison Ford. So of all, like, including the most recent Star Wars movies, Return oh, of the sure. Jedi. Yeah. 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 That's good. But I will say Empire is probably a better movie. Yeah, I'm not sure, like, which one. I think I would like the original trilogy better than, like, the newer trilogy. Oh, they are better. (laughs) (laughs) I um, went through and I watched all of them in order, like episode one through nine. Uh Uh-huh. And when I got to episode six, I had forgotten. I was like, oh, my God, like Darth Vader redeems himself. Like, he's okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> he, kill, he kills the emperor. Yeah, I watched that and it was like I'd never seen it before. Yeah. Because he really did good. suck. Because that happens in Return of the Jedi, right? Mm-hmm. I think I would agree okay. with you that that's probably my favorite one, too, then. Yeah, it's just like, I like it when things wrap up and come to a conclusion and like a satisfying conclusion. Well, and I like a character who is not black and white, who's like kind of in the gray area, morally conflicted. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I like that one too. I have a hard time with the newer movies because I was so into Star Wars when I was younger. I read a lot of Star Wars books. Uh So I had like a set mind as to what would happen in the Star Wars universe and then they just washed it out and said no it didn't so yeah I so at work today I was talking to the other social studies teacher via video chat and we were talking about like I don't even know how we got on this subject of like families and I was talking about how my family's been in the United States forever and I was like talking about my mom's family the Strong's and she was like, oh, my God, are you related to Anna Strong, who was a spy for George Washington in the Culper firing? What? And I was like, I don't think so. And I just looked it up, and I'm totally related to her. That's cool. <laughs> yes, we have the same. Well, I'm not really related to her. I'm related to her husband. But it's still cool. <laughs> can I just say that Strong is probably the coolest last name that you can have? It's a pretty good last name. It's not mine, but it's a cool one. Hmm. But yeah, we're all related to Elder John Strong. (laughs) You sound like a Puritan. They were Puritans. (laughs) Elder John Strong. Yeah, brother of Jedediah and Return. This girl's name is Return. Hmm. Return? Is this a lady or a man? Return. 
return. I'm gonna keep saying return until I figure it out. <laughs> oh no, that's a boy. Sorry. Return is a man. Hmm. But anyway, yeah. So TV. <laughs> All right. Well, for TV, do I have ten shows? I think I made ten shows. It was kind of hard for me. I do not have ten. I have nine. Well, I have like a number one favorite, which I'll save for the end. But again, the others are just kind of random. I have no number one favorite. Okay. What's... Actually, I do. I lied. I put it in capital letters. I do have a favorite. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's one of yours then? Okay. First on my list is Gilmore Girls. Oh, that's a good one. I love Gilmore Girls. I have such fond memories. I watched it every day in college Mm -hmm. every day i would come home i would make a sandwich i would eat my sandwich and i would watch gilmore girls and that's what i did every day were you team jess or team dean or team logan i'm like really ashamed that for a long time i was team logan i don't know why but as an adult i'm 100 percent team jess my boss asked me that when I told her I like Gilmore Girls, and I was like, I'm team none of them. I don't really like any of them. <laughs> I think that Jess was the closest as far as, like, compatibility for Rory, but Rory is kind of annoying, so. Yeah, yeah I mean, none of them perfect. I can tell you Dean is the worst. Yeah. The worst. Dean is awful because he seems like a good guy. But he's really not. So he's masquerading as someone he's not. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas at least Jess, you know, he's like kind of troubled and maybe he'll like grow up eventually. But Dean is, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yep. And then Logan was just his own beast. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I'm sad, I watch the episode of Gilmore Girls where she goes to Yale for the first time. Gilmore Girls is good because you get like... I don't know, small town feels from it when they have like their various like town celebrations and everyone knows each other. It just kind of, I don't know, it's kind of comforting. And everybody talks fast. And I love that. It's a good time. So yes, Gilmore Girls. Okay, well, you put Gilmore Girls. I put, I only have, I have three kind of lighter hearted comedies on here. And one of them is Golden Girls. I have a confession to make. When people talk about Golden Girls, I nod and pretend to understand. (laughs) But I have never watched an episode of Golden Girls. I know a lot of like these TV shows I put on here would not be your thing, but you should give Golden Girls a try because it's legit so funny and ahead of its time. Perhaps I will. Perhaps I will when I'm done binging Lucifer. I'll need something else to watch. And it's just like, I don't know, they talk about like issues of feminism and like slut shaming and I don't know. It's just in a lighthearted, like funny way. And Dorothy is just hilarious. Everybody always tells me I'm that like. Dorothy? Who is it Blanche? 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 There some... mm. No, who's the like kind of angry rye one? Dorothy. Yeah. That's a compliment. <laughs> Dorothy's a badass bitch. <laughs> I, well, he's just like, okay. I want to be Dorothy, but I think I'm more of a Rose, which is fine. Yeah, I think any of the Golden Girls <laughs> that I've never seen and really have no opinion on 
would be a good fit for you. Well, and if you like, it's one of those shows where if you watch it, you see like old George Clooney on there. You see like all kinds of people you would recognize now. Interesting. Or I All guess right. I young, have a chance. young George Clooney when he was I like a babe. Yeah. Back back in the day. Mm-hmm. All right. What's another one of yours? Next one. Cougar Town. Oh, yeah. I love Cougar Town. I think the first few seasons of Cougar, Cougar? Cougar. <laughs> Cougar Town were so fucking funny. And I love that it completely lost what it wanted to be. Like, it was like a running theme of that show that it was called Cougar Town when it had nothing to do with anything that was happening. What does it have to do with then? So, originally, the whole plot of the show was going to be that she was like an older woman trying to sleep with younger men, right? Like, Cougar. Mm -hmm. And then it didn't. And it just became, like, kind of like Friends, Mm. but I think funnier. Funnier than Friends? Oh, yeah. I think so. Hmm. I remember that I think that came out when for some reason like being a cougar was like a huge thing there for a while everyone Mm -hmm. like talked about Mm it yeah and only like the first half of the first season was like that and then it just yeah and she ended up like dating the same dude throughout the entire show so it's not still on though right no (laughs) oh no more no more Okay, well, Cougar Town, I'll put, I'll say another one of my, like, sitcoms, I guess. Frasier is my fave. I've never watched an episode (laughs) of Frasier. Frasier is so good. This is what I'm saying that our, like, TV tastes are so different. But Frasier is just, oh, my God, so funny. (laughs) I think, so did you watch Frasier as an adult or did you watch it when you were younger, too? I got into it as an adult. Okay, because I like have I think a very skewed TV sense because I wasn't allowed to watch so much stuff when I was mm. younger. So like as an adult, I just have no interest in like any of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love Frasier because they're like these snooty like upper class people, but it's like making fun of them, and I don't know. I think it's just really well written and. I can just watch it like over and over. They have lots of Christmas episodes too, which I like get into. I do love that. I love when there's always a dedicated Christmas episode. That is a positive in Friends because there's always a Christmas episode. Although I will say I've tried to watch Cheers because Frasier is obviously a spinoff of Cheers and I just couldn't get into Cheers, but maybe I need to like watch a different season. Oh my god, my dad is rewatching Cheers. He loves it so much. I know, a lot of people really do. So maybe I need to try it again, but I just don't like Shelley Duvall's character on it. She's just annoying to me. Is she the blonde chick? She's like the blonde. I think she works at the bar with him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely not my thing. (laughs) Nope. All right, my next one. The first two seasons and only (laughs) the first two seasons of Brothers and Sisters. Oh, yeah. I remember when, like, that show was a big thing. The first two seasons of that show are so good. (laughs) Just so good. Calista Flockhart, Sally Field, who looks identical to my mother. Yeah, she really does. She really does. Like, they, they should be sisters. Um... 
But yeah, I love that show. It has such good twists and turns, and it's also heartfelt, and it deals with, like, real things, and I just like it. So what's wrong with the third season? They jumped ship. They, like, jumped the shark hard, and mm. I just wasn't here for it. So and there was, like, some controversy with, like, one of the characters, and he got, like, kicked off the show. And it's just... What happened yeah. with the character? I'm curious. He just, like, leaves. <laughs> But, like, what was the controversy? Oh, I think the actor... I forget what he did. It was something that if it happened now, I don't think he would have gotten kicked off the show. Hmm. But at the time, they were like, no. So is it just, like, a family drama? It's like... Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. The whole premise of it... And this happens in the first episode, so I'm not really ruining anything. But it turns out that the... Like, the dad in it dies in the first episode, and it's basically unraveling all this shit that he was doing that nobody knew about. Like, they all thought he was, like, the perfect dad. Oh, it's like a secret life? Yeah. Interesting. Does he have, like, a secret family? Because that would be intriguing. Ooh, okay. (laughs) I could get into that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's really good. And, um, yeah. I think um, that happens more than people would realize is people having secret families. Oh, for sure. Because people suck. And if people can get away with stuff, they will. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, maybe I'll have to check that one out. Hit me with your next one. Um, okay. So, again, just the first season of Westworld. The first season of Westworld. Westwood? I can't talk. <laughs> Westworld was super good okay so one that we've both seen <laughs> yeah other than gilmore girls seen it. although the um, second season like i didn't like very much at all and i've not seen the third one so i don't know that i watched the second season but i did watch the first season yeah i just thought it was so cool such a neat idea and i know it's based off of like a movie so maybe i should watch the movie I didn't know it was based off a movie. Well, I think it was like Westworld was a movie that came out, I want to say like in the 70s. And I think it was based off like an Isaac Asimov short story or book. But yeah. Interesting. I found the first season of Westworld kind of confusing at some point. Oh my God. If you think the first season's confusing, the second season is so confusing. And there's not really a payoff like there was with the first one. I don't care for that. Yeah. Well, then we'll just have to be happy with our single season. Agreed. I'm looking at it like a movie and it ended and that's it. That's probably a good way. It's like a mini series, you know? (laughs) Yeah. You have your thing. Watching Asian TV has really taught me that because they don't really do second seasons of anything. Really? Oh, yeah. It's all one season. Hmm. So in Korea, for those of you... None of you would know this. I watch a lot of Asian television. A lot of it. Um, So Korean TV is typically one season, and typically they're like 16 to 20 episodes. Chinese TV is almost always one season, but they're usually like 40 episodes. That's a lot of episodes. (laughs) Yeah. And as far as I can tell, Thai TV, which I've gotten into more recently... It's like a 12-episode season, and sometimes there will be season twos. It just depends. Okay. Yeah. I can get behind a miniseries. Mm-hmm. 
All right, my next one is A Discovery of Witches, which is recent. And I don't know that it's like stellar storytelling or anything, but it's like grown up Twilight and I love it. So, what's the genre? Fantasy. Romance fantasy? Yes. It's like literally Twilight for grown ups, except the girl is also a witch, not just a fainting human. What's it on? Like, where do you watch it? I bought it, so I'm not sure where it's streaming. Hmm. I think it's streaming on, like, Shudder or something weird like that. Hmm. But, yeah, every time I watch it, then I reread the books because the second and third season are not out yet. Like, I think the second season comes out in January. <laughs> um, and it's a British show, so I don't even know if I'm going to be able to watch it in January. I might have to wait. Boo. But, yeah, it's really good. I like it. I, it's, like, one of those shows I watch when I kind of want to turn my brain off. Yeah. So, yep. Just mindless entertainment. I love me some mindless entertainment. That's when I watch like, again, I said I didn't put any of this on here, but I'm really into like Big Brother and Survivor and The Amazing Race and like all that kind of stuff. It is very turn your brain off. Okay. Next one I have is Twilight Zone. I know you're going to say Twilight. Really? Oh, no. I'm not into Twilight. (laughs) I was going to be like, you're making me question everything I know about you. No, no, no. Twilight Zone, like the original from the 60s one. I like the Twilight Zone. I only ever watch it on New Year's, but I like it. Mm -hmm. It's one of those where I've seen so many episodes, but there's so many more episodes that I still haven't seen. And they're just all so thought provoking and ahead of their time and just so good. Yeah, they're, like, one of those things where they're kind of, the episodes are pretty short. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, they're, like, they're creative. Yeah, and again, I'm a sucker for a twist. I have, like, this very distinct memory of being in college and being hammered (sighs) and sitting in my room at, like, midnight and watching The Twilight Zone (laughs) and just being, like, what the fuck am I watching? Well, and I like it because you can just watch random episodes. You don't have to watch it from beginning to end. You just catch whatever's mm-hmm. on. That's really true. I never even really thought about that. Like, you don't have to mm-hmm. follow anything. Yeah. To they, like it. I guess, like, Sci-Fi Channel does, um, like, they show them on New Year's Eve and Fourth of July. So that's when mm-hmm. I, always, I always watch them there. They're on Netflix, too, I think. Ooh. 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 All right. My next two, because we've been on here for a while. Um, Sherlock. Sherlock's the really BBC. good. Yeah. Not the last season. The last season, they jumped the shark a little bit. But all the other seasons are super good. The acting's really good. The writing's really good. I think they did a really good job of bringing it into the modern era. Mm-hmm. I have to burp. It was tiny. Okay. Sorry, I, I don't. I would say I care, but I don't. Um, so fuck you all. Yeah, I just I don't care. Um, so I really like Sherlock. Orphan Black is such a good show. What is that? I've heard of it. So Orphan Black is a show about a girl who realizes that she is a clone. Ooh. 
And it's all about that. It's so good. Hmm. So good. You should watch it. I think it's on Amazon Prime. I think. It seems like it could be uh, up my alley. Hold on. Let me uh, make a note about that one. You would really like it. (laughs) I have a list of things that I want to watch that I have not watched yet. You will like that one. And then my last one before my favorite is The Newsroom. Oh, yeah. That show's really good. I really The last season isn't great, but the first couple seasons, so good. I started watching that like a year or two ago, and I was watching it with Brock, and I was like, are these stories real that are on here? Because some of them I had not yeah. heard of before. And he was like, yeah, it's all things that actually happened. That's what makes it so good. I really like that show, but I had to take a break from it because it's just so political. And I couldn't oh, deal with it right political. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> super political. Anyway, okay. What are your other ones you have besides your top? Um, okay. I have Freaks and Geeks. Oh, you do love Freaks and Geeks. <laughs> it's so good. It was only on for one season. Yeah, I have like distinct memories of how much you love that show. Yeah. Well, and it's like a show where literally everyone on it is like a huge celebrity now. It's like crazy to watch it. That is true. Like literally everyone. Seth Rogen, James Franco, Nick Siegel, um, Busy Phillips, like everyone. Mm -hmm. It's nuts. You were really into that show, and you also, I feel like, tried to make me watch My So-Called Life. Like, that was in I the love same... My So-Called Life. <laughs> yeah, that was in, like, the same vein. Although, I would say Freaks and Geeks is a better show than My So-Called Life. Like, My So-Called Life is very much of its, um, like, era. It captures that angsty 90s teen thing. Evidence that Jared Leto is a vampire. Oh, yeah. Jared Leto was so dreamy on that show. Did you ever watch it? Nope. Oh, my God. It was on at a time where I wasn't allowed to watch that <laughs> stuff. Where you just watched you Disney. You were probably watching that while I was watching Lizzie McGuire. Like. <laughs> That's true. Like, you know all – you're a Disney kid, whereas I was a Nickelodeon kid. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch, like, most of the stuff on Nickelodeon. So, yes, we had very different childhoods. <laughs> you probably watched Ren and Stimpy. I did. I would have gotten grounded if I watched <laughs> Ren and Stimpy. No, I was like the kid who stayed up late waiting to watch a Disney Channel original movie. Like me and my brother would write it down on the calendar and be like, oh my God, Luck of the Irish premiering on Friday. Is <laughs> that kid. Yeah, I never watched like Lizzie McGuire or like Hannah Montana or anything like that. So Hannah Montana's a little past our age range, but Lizzie McGuire was great. <laughs> and like Bug Juice. Did you watch Bug Juice? Uh, I remember Bug Juice a little bit, yeah. Oh man, the good old days of Disney. <laughs> anyway, what else you got? Okay, so Freaks and Geeks. And then I put another like comedy on here i haven't seen all of it but schitt's creek have you ever seen that show it's on my list it's really it's so funny it's on my to watch list i should say not i have watched but i'm planning on watching oh my god it's like it's one of the few shows that makes me laugh out loud when i watch it (laughs) 
Ooh, that's so, like, rare to come by these days. I feel mm-hmm. like the only things I laugh out loud at anymore are TikToks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's it. I can't I think I'm on, like, season three, but, yeah, just the characters are so ridiculous on it. I can't, yeah, you should watch it and tell me what you think. I will do that. All right, you ready for my ultimate TV show, or do you have more for your ultimate? Um, I'll just mention... Haunting of Hill House, I put on here. And then I put True Detectives Seasons 1 and 3. I have heard good things. It's too intense for me to like. I say that though, and I watch so much Criminal Minds. But you should watch I have to be... Season 1 of True Detective. Who's in that one? Matthew McConaughey and, um, oh my God, Woody Harrelson. I love Woody Harrelson. I know. He's so, so I good. I will watch that. Okay. What's your number one? I bet you can guess my number one because I talk about it a lot. Is it like a serious show or like a fun show? It's sci-fi. Is it Battlestar Galactica? No, but that should have been on my <laughs> list. <gasps> Oh, that's such a good TV show. Everybody, if you've not watched Battlestar Galactica, you should watch it. So good. But no, that's not the one I'm thinking of, but that should have been on my list. What is it then? Fringe. Oh, yeah. You do like Fringe. I love Fringe. I will go to the mat that Fringe is one of the best TV shows that's ever fucking made. It was satisfying the whole way through. It had plot the whole way through. Everything came together. It had a satisfying conclusion. Joshua Jackson is so attractive. I love him. I love him too. So good. (laughs) So good. I just added it to my list. So like, what's your synopsis? Like, what is it about? So Fringe takes place in Boston, Massachusetts in the mid-2000s and strange things start happening that would fall into the world of fringe science. So agent Olivia Dunham has to get this doctor out of an insane asylum because he's an expert on fringe science, but she needs a family member to sign him out. So that would be Joshua Jackson's character, Peter. Um, And then it basically like devolves into this whole thing of like yeah i don't even want i don't want to ruin it because it has such a good movement from what you think it's going to be to what it ends up being well i added it to my list of things that i want to watch excellent (laughs) excellent so good oh well what's your top or did you already tell me your top okay well i have okay my second place and then my like top top my second place I was conflicted about putting on here because of the last season, but Game of Thrones. I thought about putting it on there and then I couldn't do it. Why? Because of the last season, it betrayed me too much. I know. That's why I was conflicted, but I think just the overall storytelling, I had to acknowledge it. Okay. But my number one favorite show, I think. The best show that's ever been on television. Oh, give me a hint. I want to know if I can guess. It's a show that's very recognized. A lot of people are like, yeah, that's the best. You're not going to say Friends, are you? No. It's serious. Serious. Best show that's ever been on TV. Is it in the last 10 years? Um, 
Yeah, I think so. Hmm. It was on for like six seasons. I don't know. <laughs> Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. I've never seen Breaking Bad. Oh, it's so good. It's one of those shows that, like, again, people are like, you should watch it. And therefore, in my stupid lizard brain, I'm just like, I'm never going to watch it. I remember um, when the Mo and I lived in Ellicott City, like, we would watch Breaking Bad. And it's just, like, again, I like these characters that are kind of good and kind of bad. And these story arcs that show how people, like, ethical dilemmas. And it's the most like powerful story arc of a person moving from the light to the dark it's so so good interesting i'm sure at some point in my life i'll cave and watch it the thing i think with a show like that is you have to commit to it and be like i'm yeah watching this intense show but it's so so good all right i will take your advice and at some point i will watch it and just, Walter White. I mean, Brian Cranston, who before that I knew as the dad on Malcolm in the Middle. It is quite a, uh, a move, a power move. All right, friend, I'm super bloated and I got to go lay on my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being honest. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been a lovely time. Thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. Please subscribe and comment and all of those things. We have nine unique listeners now on Spotify. Oh my God. Wow. That's so exciting. Well, I told my family about the podcast, so that's kind of... Did you? I did, so I don't know how many of them listened to it. Hello, Abraham. <laughs> what up? Ham clan. I love that. The ham clan. There's nothing good for Snyder for that. The snide... I got nothing. Snyder fam. Oh, that's not nearly as fun. (laughs) All right. Well, we can figure out what we're going to talk about next week later in the week. Yes. We'll figure that out later. All right. Excellent. Well, thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll see you next. We won't see you, but you'll hear us next week. Yeah. Do all the things. Yes. All the things. Thanks again. Bye. Bye.